What's going on, fellas? If you want to win your fantasy football league, you need to know this. I've spent over 50 hours drafted and I'm stunned at what's happening. Here are six running backs that are going way too early in drafts. Damian Harris is going as a top 30 running back, even though 43% of his points, the most of any running back last year, came off of touchdowns. Now check this out. Harris finished as the running back 18 last year in points per game, and he had 15 touchdowns on 220 total touches. Based on the NFL averages last year, Harris Harris was expected to score nine touchdowns. That means six touchdowns were lucky, which is 36 points you can't rely on this year. But hold on, fellas, there's more. New England already had a loaded backfield and decided to add three more running backs in free agent Ty Montgomery and then rookies Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris. And no pun intended at all, but I have a really good feeling that Pierre Strong is going to be used strongly this year. He seems to be the guy that's going to inevitably replace James White. And speaking of James White, he just got re-signed this offseason to a two-year $5 million deal, which is 50 7% more than what Damian Harris is making. And oh yeah, Ramondre Stevenson still exists. And Stevenson last year was 16%, if you want to be exact, 15.6% more efficient than Damian Harris on a per-touch basis. He was better than Harris last year. The next man up is the rookie Kenneth Walker, who goes as the 29th running back off the board, which is before both Chase Edmonds and Melvin Gordon. Even though Chase Edmonds has been a top five efficient running back since 2019, and Melvin Gordon has six straight years as a top 20 back. You were drafting Walker close to his ceiling. Seattle just signed Rashad Penny to a nearly $6 million deal this offseason, which is top 15 money in the NFL. And oh yeah, of that, $5 million is guaranteed. Not to mention, Penny was the most efficient running back last year. He averaged 6.4 yards per touch. And still, Kenneth Walker is going 28% earlier than him in drafts. And there is some concern. If we pull up Kenneth Walker's college numbers here, you can see just 19 career receptions throughout his entire college career. And it's not a small sample. It's 32 college games. And some people are going to say, yeah, but he has the skill set the team just didn't let him use it and, and that's been true in the past for guys like melvin gordon and jonathan taylor but those guys are outliers if he had that skill set the question i'm asking myself is why didn't we see it? Now, the most overdrafted and overvalued running back has to be Cordell Patterson, who right now is going ahead of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and some of the names we mentioned earlier, like a Chase Edmonds. Now, as I pull up Patterson's profile on Player Profiler, look at the age down here. He's already 31 years old, and since 2010, only six running backs aged 30 or more have finished as a top 25 back, which is right around where Patterson is going right now in drafts. And exactly zero running backs have done it twice since then. So, hey, if you're sitting there like, ah, I'm going to be a wise guy, hey, last year Cordell Patterson he was right there top 24 running back top 25 okay nobody's ever done it twice once you hit your 30s at the running back position it is very difficult to be good just once and it was easy for Patterson to see touches last year in an offense that had no playmakers yes Patterson earned those touches but his biggest competition was Mike Davis here and Mike Davis amongst all running backs last year ranked 63rd out of 32 teams he was basically the worst backup in the NFL which is why they recently cut him they brought in Damian Williams who was efficient a few years ago with the Kansas City Chiefs but most notable Notably, fifth-round rookie Tyler Algier, who was a top 1% producer last year at BYU. Algier put up 1,800 total yards. He led college football with 23 touchdowns last year on the ground, and he had more total yards than Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, both guys who went in the second round of this year's NFL draft, and both guys are going way ahead of him in fantasy football drafts. Needless to say, Patterson is going to have a lot more competition in his age 31 season this year. Do you remember this undrafted free agent who was a fantasy football darling just two years ago in 
James Robinson? Yes. You want as little of him as you can get this year. Robinson ruptured his Achilles on December 24th, Christmas Eve, and it takes the average NFL players you can see right here anywhere from 9 to 12 months. On the entire study, it was right around 11 months. And of these players, 30 to 40 percent, the exact number given in the article is 36 percent, they don't ever even return to football. Now, Robinson at least has age working on his side. I mean, knock on wood, he's in his mid-20s right now, but check this out. This is the schedule for the Jacksonville Jaguars starting up in September. So if you were to say it's going to take him the average 11 months when he had that surgery in January, it means he's likely going to be returning sometime in November. And if that's the case, say he was to return here on November 6th at home against the Raiders, maybe they wait another week and it's November 13th, whichever one of these games he returns for, he's missing anywhere from 47% to nearly 60% of the season at that point. Yet he's going as the running back 46 off the board, ahead of Daryl Henderson, who's going to have a legit role in a strong offense in Los Angeles, ahead of Naeem Himes, who has a clear pass catching role, and by the way, all these guys are healthy, ahead of Kenny Gainwell, who as a rookie saw over 100 touches last year and scored six times. Do yourself a favor and don't make the mistake of drafting injured players and then hoping they recover quicker than expected. Next up, Michael Carter is being drafted ahead of a couple guys we've already talked about, especially Tyler Algier, the rookie in Atlanta, and this is wrong. So Carter ranked 37th as a running back last year as a rookie. Honestly, that's not terrible for a rookie, but it's not great, especially these days when people want production right away, which is why the Jets went out there and then took the second round pick, Brees Hall. Not only did they take Brees Hall, they traded up in the draft to get the running back in Brees Hall, who are completely different talent levels. He was the fourth pick of the second round, as close as it gets to the first round, and these are his athletic measures. They are better than Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley coming out. Top 3% speed of all time. Top 5% burst of all time. The talent levels are not even close here, as you can see. Michael Carter was a fourth round, a day three pick in the NFL draft when Brees Hall was almost a first rounder. Now, Carter still has the third down role potentially still on his side, because last year he was one of the better pass-catching running backs. He ended up finishing eighth in yards per reception, and he was top 12 in overall running back pass-catcher efficiency last year in 2021. The problem is this is as good as it gets, a limited role in 2022. Now, if he secures that third down role, it makes it really difficult to like Brees Hall. Next up, let's take a trip to the Kansas City backfield where we can talk about Ronald Jones. He ended up signing, if you add this up, $1.25 million plus $250,000, a $1.5 million deal, which if we scroll all the way over to the right side of it, you will see that $1.5 million. Zoom in here. This nearly $3 million first round draft capital money to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is about two times what Ronald Jones is making. So in terms of financial incentives, this is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's backfield. Now, Kansas City signed Jones to replace this man, Darrell Williams. So if we go into the game logs, Darrell Williams, there was games last year where Clyde Edwards-Hilaire ended up getting injured and Darrell Williams goes out there and he scores 14 fantasy points. You can scroll down. He had a game of 24 fantasy points, a top 10 running back overall. In games where Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was actually active though, and this man right here in Darrell Williams was not out there as the number one running back with little competition in a Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs offense, he only averaged 7.36 points per game. That would rank as the 62nd running back off the board. But, 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 this is a big old booty. Ronald Jones right now is going as the 39th running back off the board. Please, beautiful people, make it make sense to me. And here's another fun fact for you. Ronald Jones actually came into the league as the man he's replacing, Darrell Williams, the exact same year in 2018. And since 2018, Williams has actually been 16.8% more efficient on a per-touch basis. So you can expect Ronald Jones to operate at best as the running back two in this offense, maybe get some red zone work, but he's probably going to be splitting the backfield with Derek Orr, who honestly looks a lot like Ronald Jones. Jones just has more experience and pedigree. And then seventh-round pick Isaiah Pacheco. So there you have it. There's your smacks, your beautiful people on the six running backs to stay away from. Let, let your silly, let your foolish league mates take that. Maybe say, hey, you should take this guy. Is this good? Hype him up, even though in your brain, the back of your head, you know he's not a good pick. Now, if you want to find the good picks, 
seven running backs that are going to win you your league, smack your league mates around, and check out this video right here. Just tell your league mates you found Ronald Jones, the number one sleeper in fantasy football.